You know that feeling you get when you come home after a trip to a clean house? Every time we travel, I always make sure that our house is clean before we leave so that when we come home, I come home to a clean house. And even my friend Kate texted in our group chat last week and she said, hey, pro tip guys, before you leave to go out of town, put fresh sheets on your bed so you can come home to a fresh bed. Because really coming home, walking into a clean house is the best feeling. And I want you to have that exact same feeling whenever you walk into your classroom each morning. That's why in this episode, I am explaining six ways that you can simplify organization right now. Hey, teacher friend, welcome to the Simply Teach podcast, a podcast for teachers by teachers. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson, and each week I bring you a podcast full of practical and helpful ideas from teachers. We all know that teaching is really hard work, and I want this podcast to be a place for you to not only find ideas, but to also find encouragement and motivation. Y'all, welcome to episode number 100 of Simply Teach. I know that when you probably saw it on your podcast feed, it said episode number 90, but that is because I don't always number every single episode, like the racism series wasn't numbered, the one-off episodes I do that are like little bonus episodes or the season wrap-up episodes I don't number. So today is actually number 100 episode of things that I have put out on the World Wide Web for you to listen to. And I'm so excited to have made it to 100 episodes. So whether today is your first time ever listening to this podcast, or you have listened to all 99 episodes up until today, thank you so much for being a listener. Today, though, we're going to be talking about organization and simplifying organization. Because when we think about organizing, whether it's our house or a classroom, it's a really daunting task. I don't know about you, but I can get caught in the weeds a lot about all the things that I need to organize. In fact, getting stuck in the weeds is a perfect example of why people struggle with organizing their classrooms. And it's why I created the Organized Teacher Framework, which speaking of, there's only one more day. If you were listening to this episode today, December 15th, when it goes live, there's only one more day that you can enroll for this round of open enrollment. Just head to the show notes or the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash framework to learn more about the course, enroll, or if you're listening to this when it is closed, you can sign up for the wait list. Before we get started, though, would you mind doing me a favor and leaving a rating or a review? As of today, there are 82 ratings for Simply Teach, and I would love to see it get to 100 by the end of 2020. If starting today, December 15th, two people a day go and leave a rating, and that's just like going and clicking a star and saying, this is a one-star podcast, please don't do that, or a five-star podcast literally takes you all of two seconds. If two people go and do that every day from now until the end of 2020, we will hit that goal. Also, if you wanted to leave a review... I'd be really grateful for that. All right, so let's get started and chat about some ways that you can simplify organization. For the sake of this episode, we're going to split it up into two parts. We're going to first talk about three things that you can do to simplify organization 
right now things that you can do today and get some immediate results within the the day or the week. And then we're going to spend the second half of the episode talking about some things that you can start doing now, but they're going to be more of a long game, some things that you can do to be planning ahead. So let's start with the three things we can do and see results right now. First is to start small. And I know that sounds like, okay, but that's not actually a tip. I want to start there because like I said, we get so caught in the weeds and we get so overwhelmed with all there is to do to organize our classrooms that we kind of just don't do anything or we end up going around from cabinet to cabinet to cabinet and not accomplishing anything. So I want you to start small and you can do this by joining the classroom organization challenge that I have. And I know that might sound a little bit daunting right now in the middle of 2020, but it's a simple five part series where I just send you one email a day for five days and the email should take you two to three minutes to read and maybe 10 to 15, 20 minutes max to implement. And each email, I'm going to talk to you, talk you through how to organize one small little area of your classroom because Unless it is the summer and you have like unlimited time in your classroom, reorganizing your classroom is not something that's going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. So the best thing you can do is to start small with little bitty things that you can slowly see that change. The first thing we talk about in that organization challenge is get your teacher desk organized because if that can be organized, think about the mental and physical clutter that that will clear away. Then we talk about organizing your papers, organizing your cabinets, not all of them. We start with just like one cabinet, even just one shelf of a cabinet, if that, if that is what all you can handle in a 20-minute time frame. And then we talk about some strategies for getting your student materials organized and your small group area organized. If you want to join in on that challenge, just head to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash challenge. Of course, this week's show notes, the link will be there and you can get in on that and start organizing little bitty areas of your classroom a day at a time. The next thing I want you to do to simplify organization is to just get rid of the papers. If you were listening to this today or before the end of the second or the end of the first semester of 2020, there are probably a lot of papers sitting around your classroom that either need to be graded or returned to kids that you don't have time for. It is almost the end of the semester. Just get rid of the papers. Start fresh in 2021 with all the papers gone. It is going to be okay. You can throw papers away, recycle, but you can get rid of them. Inside the classroom paper organization course, I walk you through all the routines. We, we talk about how to clean out and get organized with your papers, strategies to keep your papers organized once they are all cleaned up and gone through. We talk about how to handle student papers, lesson plans, multiple classes if you're teaching more than one class and you've got a lot of paper or a lot of student data to deal with. We talk about all of those things inside the classroom paper organization course. So I definitely recommend that if papers are a thing that's really stressing you out. Go there, get that course, and I'm going to walk you through how to get rid of your papers and establish those routines, those workflows that you want every single paper to go through. That kind of leads into my next thing that I want you to do right now is to build routines because organization is all about routines and it's all about structure. You've heard me say this a million times, classroom organization is about more than just a pretty classroom. It's your organization, your routines, your structures, your flows, all of those things. It's not about things looking nice. So start your routines right now because 
These things are going to change. They're going to fluctuate. You want them to change and fluctuate. So don't wait until a new year or a new semester even to start them. Try things out now because you're going to want to change them. And when you start now, it gives you some time to work out the kinks before the new year. So paper establishing a new paper routine, a new workflow that every single paper goes through that comes into your classroom is going to help you get rid of all of those unwanted papers. Also be thinking through adding structure to your classroom. Remember all about routines and structures. So that means you need homes for everything. A common phrase that happens in our house is, did you look in its home? And to be fair, it's usually me asking that. And it's usually Cody saying, I looked in its home and it's not there. And that probably means that I threw it away. But you need homes in your classroom. And I think this is something that is catching on with listeners because I, in the 2020 survey, I got a lot of people saying one of the things that they've learned is how important it is that they have homes in their classroom because I talk about it so frequently. You cannot make over your whole classroom in one weekend. Just start with the little things right now. What is on your teacher desk? What is on your small group table that needs a home that is always ending up there and it needs a home? Find a home for that thing. You don't need to find a home for everything. Just find a home for those one or two things that keep ending up on your desk right now. That's going to take off a lot of clutter and a lot of freedom or give you a lot of freedom in your classroom. And then lastly, you need to build routines with how you structure your weeks, how you handle your days, your to-do list. Check out the intentional to-do list workshop, uh, simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash to-do, I think. (laughs) I don't know. I'll link it below. But You know that problem of like making a to-do list that just like all you do, you cross one thing off and you add two or three more things. Ever since I started implementing the structure for making my to-do list that I teach inside this workshop, probably for the last four to six months, I end every week with everything on my to-do list crossed off. Maybe not everything, probably 80 to 90% of everything crossed off my to-do list because I'm only putting things on there that are actually needing to be done. Hey guys, I want to take a quick second to interrupt this episode. It's the middle of the year when this podcast drops into your podcast queue. Are you already counting down the days to your holiday break? This time of year is a crazy, stressful, and hectic time. But it's also a great time to start looking at your systems, your processes, and your routines and evaluating them on what's working in your classroom and what's not. And it's okay to change things mid-year. In fact, it's actually a really great way to try something new with your kids that you wanna do in the following year, like the next school year, but you already have an established relationship with these kids. This is a great time to try new things. Maybe right now you're feeling like you spend way too much time in your classroom and you don't have a lot to show for it. Or maybe, Classroom organization is something that you just don't have the brain capacity for right now to figure out where to even start with getting organized. Or maybe you're feeling frustrated by all the work that you're taking home with you after you spend a whole day working. Or you're one of those teachers who got super organized for this school year and then just a few weeks into the year, it all went out the window. I want you to know about the organized teacher framework. In just a couple weeks, I'm opening up the Organized Teacher Framework again. This course was created out of what you have asked for. I've gone to my email list, I've gone to my social media, I've asked you what you are struggling with right now. And these are some of the things that I hear from y'all. Keeping students' attention, staying organized, staying consistent with routines and procedures, new teachers getting their very first job in January in the middle of the school year, staying motivated, 
And y'all, I cannot tell you how many times I heard papers being the most stressful thing. It's too many to count. But every one of these things is being addressed inside the organized teacher framework. We're gonna talk about time management, how you can utilize your time at school more efficiently. We're gonna talk about classroom management, differentiation, consistency, and focus and what pieces you need in your classroom management plan, even in the middle of the year. Of course, classroom organization is going to be in there. We're gonna talk about how to create systems that are gonna work even in the middle of the year. And I'm gonna be throwing in some bonuses that are specific to this time of year. We're gonna talk about how to handle returning from break because first year teachers out there, if nobody's told you yet, I'm telling you now, the second, the beginning of the second semester is a lot like the beginning of the first semester. You can get all the information for the Organized Teacher Framework by heading to thesimplyorganizedteacher.com. I'm gonna to link to it there. You can also make sure that you're on my email list, thesimplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash email to get all of the information straight to your inbox whenever it launches on December 9th. I hope to see you inside the course. Now back to the show. So now let's talk about some things that you can be doing to plan ahead, making that long game for things that are going to be simplified later on down the road. The first thing is to start a year at a glance. A year at a glance is simply just a bird's eye view of what you're teaching and when you're teaching it throughout the course of a year. It's a year at a glance. You can see in week seven, I'm going to be talking about this topic in math and we're going to be covering uh, these two standards, or we're going to be, I want to make sure to use this lesson from TPT or whatever. Last week, I shared an interview with Talitha, who is a organized teacher framework student. And she talked about how much she gained from the lessons on creating a year at a glance, because it has given her so much structure for this year, especially 2020, a year of like complete chaos, right? That year at a glance has given her so much structure so that she has been able to focus on actually what she needs to teach and not spending so much time figuring out when she's going to be teaching things. So start right now in the middle of the year, making your year at a glance. Don't go retroactively yet. Just start this week. What are you talking about? And do that from every week from now until the end of the year. And then you have half of your year at a glance created when you go into summer of like once the school year is over and you go into the summer, then you can figure out the rest of the year at a glance. Going along with the year at a glance and things that I want you to be planning ahead for is your lesson planning format and workflow. Is your current lesson planning structure working for you? If it's not, why is it not? Think about those things and then be sure to listen to episode number 87. Just a couple episodes ago, I talk about the whole lesson planning workflow that you need. And then in this week's episode, I'm going to link a couple of pictures of my lesson planning workflow or template or whatever you want to call it that I used. So that way I wasn't spending so much time lesson planning. That takes up a lot of our time. Lesson planning should only be taking you a couple hours a week. So make sure that you think through what about your lesson planning format isn't working and how can you change it? And then lastly, I want you to plan for an intentional year, whether it's an intentional new whole school year or an intentional new calendar year. Anytime I struggle with something or I'm feeling overwhelmed, the first thing I do is I make a plan. I make the plan and then I work the plan. It's the same thing with your classroom. I brain dump everything that is on my brain about that topic. You do the same thing with your classroom. What are all the organization things that are not working? Then the next step is to go through that brain dump list and organize it. You can do that next step. Organize it by either most needing to happen or um, easiest to like get done quickly. Organize that list and then you're going to feel more prepared for whatever it is that you need to do when it comes to classroom organization. 
I've got a ton of content over on the Simply Organized Teacher. In fact, last week I made a spreadsheet of every single blog post that is on my website, and it's over 170. So that means there is a lot of information on the blog to help you. But if you really want to get help with organizing your classroom, then the best thing I can recommend for you is to join me inside the Organized Teacher Framework. Yes, I know, of course, I'm going to say that because it's the course I created, blah, 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 blah. But I created it, and I think it is a great resource for you because after years of working with teachers, I continue to see the same pitfalls that teachers are making. So I built this entire framework around what you need to do to create an organized classroom. I would love to work with all of you in a one-on-one capacity, which is coming soon. Tune into next week's episode to hear more about that. But I don't have time to work with everybody, and that is why I created this framework because it is essentially what I would do with you one-on-one if we had the opportunity to work together. The framework is you can join at any point of the year because organization is not just about how you set up a classroom. It's all of the components that go into having an organized classroom. Setting up a classroom is one of the components of an organized classroom. It's an important component, but it's not the whole piece, which means that you don't have to like completely move your classroom out and start all the way over again from scratch. You can do that in the middle of the year. You shouldn't do that in the middle of the year. So Even though creating an organized classroom seems like something that you would need a blank slate for, it's not. In fact, inside the Organized Teacher Framework, it's not until I think like the third module that I teach you about how to actually set up your classroom and how to structure it for organization. Which, side note, if you are in the process of setting up your classroom, your new classroom, whatever, you can get a free classroom setup checklist just by heading to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash setup. And I'm going to walk you through all the things, like just a quick checklist of all the things that you need to make sure that you have in your classroom. So middle of the year, end of the year, beginning of the year, of course, is as good a time as any to start getting more organized. The lessons inside the framework on time management, self-care, classroom management, those are all the first lessons that we teach before we even get to the organizing stuff because those things are needed before you can actually have an organized classroom. Those things we talk about in the course first, and they're actually great to implement in the middle of the year because in the middle of the year, you can try out these new time management routines or new classroom routines, whatever, and see what does and doesn't work for the next school year instead of just biding your time through this school year and trying to revamp it all at the beginning of next school year and then realizing some of the things aren't working. So join in the Organized Teacher Framework and I'm gonna give you that framework so that you can create your plan. Remember, we're talking all about create an intentional plan. Inside the framework, I give you a workbook that you can fill out as you're going through the course and it is essentially your plan that you walk into your classroom with what it is you need to do to improve your organization. If you're listening to this episode when the episode goes live on December 15th, the framework enrollment is only open one more day, tomorrow, December 16th at 1159 Central Standard Time. It closes. Head to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash framework and you can join in. If you're listening and it's not open for enrollment or you want to know if it's open for enrollment, then you can still head to that same link, the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash framework, and it's either going to let you enroll or it's going to send you to a wait list to sign up so that you know you're the first to know whenever it does open up, which just a heads up, it's not going to be opening up again until summer of 2021 and the price is going to be increasing next summer. So just keep that in mind if you're kind of already on the fence about joining the framework. So make that list, make that brain dump list of all the things that aren't working right now, organize it, and then create an action plan. 
I would love it if the framework was part of your action plan and I got to walk you through that process. But if not, still make that list, check it twice. Christmas is just around the corner and then organize it and create that action plan. If you want to get organized, if you want to simplify your organization, don't get caught in the weeds. I know it's hard. Start with simple things that you can do right now that are going to build on each other. Remember, we talked about breaking it down into things you can do right now to see immediate results, starting small by joining the organization challenge, getting rid of papers and coming up with your paper routines, and then establishing routines and structures for your classroom. Don't forget that to-do list training. And then starting now with things that you can start doing now, but you're going to be playing more of the long game and seeing these things come to fruition later on. And that's creating a year at a glance, trying a new lesson planning format, episode number 87, if you want more ideas on that. And then simply just creating a plan, a pen and paper written out plan of how you are going to tackle your organization. Y'all don't forget to leave a rating and review. I only need a few more to hit my goal of 100 ratings by New Year's Eve of 2020. Also, just a little over 24 hours left until the Organized Teacher Framework closes until July of 2021. Head to the simplyorganizedteacher.com forward slash framework to enroll. All right, you guys, this is the last formal content episode of season seven, but be sure to tune in to next week's episode because I've got a lot of really big news to share with you. Plus one of the top downloaded episodes for some reason is an episode I did where I outlined the most popular podcast of that season. And I'm going to be sharing some of those most popular episodes with you next week. So tune in lots to share with you. I'll talk to you then have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Simply Teach. If you enjoyed it, I'd be so grateful to have you share it over on social media and tag me at the Simply Organized Teacher, or you can head to wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. This episode was edited by the team over at Podcastology. Remember all the show notes, links to things we talked about, classroom organization resources, and all of the courses can be found over on my website, thesimplyorganizedteacher.com. Make sure to join my email list and get weekly organization tips straight to your inbox by heading to thesimplyorganizedteacher.com slash email. Y'all have a great week.